Welcome to Inside the Firm, a podcast dedicated to small business owners and hosted by entrepreneurs, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Each week, they take you on their journey of how to start, run, and grow a business by bringing you inside their architecture and real estate development firm. Get a behind-the-scenes tour of how these business leaders manage their clients and foster company culture while creating new and innovative projects. And now your hosts, Alex Gore and Lance Psycho. Al Gore, you're live. How's it going? How's it going? Do you want me to just go jump into it? No, I don't. <laughs> that's, I, because no, that's what I'm saying. Don't even ask me how it's going. I, I won't even I ask you. you. I need you to tell me about Bim Smith yeah. is a place where if you want... So there was, a, there was a change in thought process when we went from AutoCAD to Revit. And that was we're going to go from lines to components. Components that flex... Um, and then wall-based systems, floor-based systems, basically a systems approach. Now, BIM Smith is the one that aligns with that vision the best because a lot of other websites are great, but they're all the components from the manufacturer. But what do you build? If, if you're an architect, what, do you, what are you actually designing? Walls, floors, uh, ceiling assemblies. And that's what BIM Smith allows you to do is take those manufacturer's in- information, put it into an assembly of the stuff that you're actually creating, save that, because it's free and you can have an account and then use that uh, in your project. So go check out Ben Smith. Really cool stuff. I think they're aligning with what Revit is actually used for. Um, you can get spec sheets. You can do a whole bunch of cool stuff. So go check that out. Now, Lance, how's it going? You got your construction uh, vest <laughs> Lance on. Lance the contractor. Yeah, contractor Lance. Lance the mother contractor. <laughs> nice Al the architect yeah. you see that self-censorship Do you hear that Do you yeah. hear that beep? Like you hear that beep psycho architect l i gotta well i gotta i got a riddle for you okay what does a hall monitor become when they grow up i already know the answer to this. what is the answer a building inspector a building inspector that's exactly what a hall monitor becomes when they come get this honestly we all we all lance is preaching all the time about how great it is to be as an architect, as developer, architect, as contractor. And it is in a lot of ways. And there's actually a little segment we'll talk about later. But uh, one thing that I thought we would avoid is having to do like engineer letters or that uh, the building inspectors would just be a little bit more trusting of like, look, this guy's the architect, plus he's the developer, plus he's the contractor. Yeah. They don't give a shit. Um, so we failed shear inspection today. And this is why. Our building plans sailed through the building department. They went through in 45 days. Compare, and they did. Yeah. They flew. No, through. I'm almost saying it seemed quicker than that. It, so. it was it was quicker than usual, and, and part of it part of it was because we think we had so much pressure uh, on them, and we're just on top of them about the through the whole process with site plan review. Anyway, it doesn't matter. They passed through, right? Fully stamped drawings. They're on the job site. And we never showed a shear diagram, right? Yeah. So we never showed how the sheathing is supposed to be applied to the building. Well, that's because I, I'm the builder. I, I know how it's going to be done. And I specifically made the uh, instructed the framers, who have been fantastic, to do this in a certain way. We are actually... And then the nailing pattern is supposed to be 12 inches in, in, in the field, yeah. uh, in, in, inside, and 4 inches on the seams. Dude, we're, more, we're double that. Like yeah. the amount of nails we have in this freaking building is insane. Do we have our so, nailing pattern? On it's our not sheets? on the drawings. The nailing pattern. The nailing pattern is not on the drawings. Okay. We looked through all of them. We looked at the general notes for the structural portion of it. There was one note about sheathing. All it says is, it was like this stupid generic thing. It didn't even yeah. matter. 
Because normally that's how we're covered, is that nailing pattern. Boom. We did not have it on these drawings, right? Mm. And I had I already I had our engineer write uh, seven let no nine letters for each unit ahead of time to say so I so I I was hoping like oh you don't like what you see okay great here here's from the here's some, here's here's the engineer here's he said everything's fine yep because he's been out there twice one time you've been out there with him yeah and because we've made adjustments and and we wanted to make sure we pass on the first shot right yeah. so. On the one hand, I have this set of drawings that has passed through the building department. Yeah. They're like, go build. Make it happen. Get it Do done. It. If you build according to these plans, right? That's the idea that we've approved. You should be able to finish your building, get your certificate of opportunity, sell it, be done. Yep. Then I have this building inspector. On the other hand, comes out and says, well, it's not on the drawings. Well, who gives a shit? Guy. It's They were approved through the building department. Yeah. So now I have to have our engineer write another letter comprehensive letter that shows the shearing, the diagrams that weren't on the drawings that were approved to the building department. Yeah. And some extra details all because of this and rant and rant, rent, rant. Oh, rant, rant. Gotcha. Besides that, what else? Anything else? <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, did he say, Oh, I can't, that's, you missed a c- column here. You know what yeah, he said? Yeah. What? He goes, I don't give a shit if your engineer says to super glue this. That's all I need to know is how he wants the sheathing to be applied. Okay. I go, okay. Then mark us down for Monday. Yeah. And uh, I will see you back on site on Monday. Yeah. You've probably already talked to our engineer. Yes. I actually need to, as soon as we get done podcasting, I need to email him and give him a very specific list. And I'm literally going to copy and paste. I'm going to attach. I'm going to export our typical details and just give them to them and say, this is, yeah, this is what we're supposed to do. Yeah. Basically copy and paste it, put it on the letter, put it on your letterhead, stamp it, get done with it. Because I even went like, I, so I took my tape measure and, you know, walked around the building with the guy and I go, look, we are double the standard nailing pattern according to code. I go, we're double. I go, this is, I'm telling you, you, Lance Psycho, Longmont's, one of Longmont's largest architects, Developer, community member, community member, builder of the community is not here to build crap buildings. We're here to do good stuff that lasts for a hundred years. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter to him. No. You know what he did admit though, which is great? He goes, I envy guys like you. You, I don't have a business sense. That's why I'm a building inspector. (laughs) Oh. Look at that. Look at that. How, how, besides, besides that, I know that's uh, your craw. You know what's been awesome? Like showed up. Was it like, hey, I'm Lance, Lance Keiko. Um, I'm building Inspector Bob. That's his name. Probably yeah, it was, use it his was name. fine, Al. It was fine. Yeah, it was fine. I was fine. I'll tell you what I'm really happy about, though. I'm happy about uh, we are we are ahead of schedule. Um, they already have one roof done. They just they just loaded the materials yesterday. Um, I met with uh, the HVAC folks again today, yep. and we went over a few things. The guy um, here's and I'll jump to the next segment and the next segment and we can go back is yeah. how, how to be a good contractor. So if you're ever going to take this leap from architect to builder slash developer, it, I have some tips for you. And honestly, the number one tip is if you if you ha- if you if your workforce is largely Hispanic and Latino, learn some freaking Spanish, nice. learn some Spanish and joke with them about it and have that kind of camaraderie about it. My framers. My concrete crew and my framers are the same crew. Um, 
and actually now they're going to be our siding crew and our doors. You know, they kind of do all general construction. Yep. And they have told me we don't want to work. They have come up to me like so graciously and said, "I'm, I'm not." I mean, it was just like the coolest thing. And they were like, "We want, we only want to work with you now." Yeah. Like I was like, well, "Why?" And they're like, "We like coming to work. We have fun here. Everything, you know, it's it's a fun time. Like they're playing music, they're dancing around. Uh, seriously, yeah. And it's a great work environment. And they say like, and and I go and they go and we like that you're the architect and the builder because you just know all the answers." Yeah. Because you know these guys, if they're they bid it on a fixed fee, okay, they want to get it done as quick as possible. Then obviously they make more money that way, right? And they can move on to the next job. It's been seamless like that. Um, but it goes not just like okay, and then but like our plumbers are Caucasian, right? So they're not Latino. So how do you connect with those people? Well, I think you know architects with who have these Corb glasses on and are capital A architects. I'm serious. I'm talking. There's some people out there listening to you right now. You got to get off that pedestal. If you're going to be the contractor and you need that, you need to be like, you need to step into like be a chameleon a little bit and step into that realm of those type of people and be able to connect with those people too. just at the end of the day, we're all humans. We're all people. We're all we're all individually equal. Right. Yeah. That's the idea behind America. And, and and here's why you need to do that. And you might not think it's a big deal. Hey, it's part of your aesthetic, all that. Um, we were on the job site. You were with me back in, in college. And it was a class, a professor took us there, and the architect was there, and the main contractor was there. And it was probably like a $5 million building. And the ar- architect gets up there, and he goes, as architect, you're basically God of the site. And horrible. That. Horrible. And because we were watching all of them, the contractor was sitting right, like, right next to him standing, and he just rolled his eyes. And you could just tell like, he was just disgusted by that statement. Like, what are you talking about? Even, you know why? Like, even, even like I, I could see just fine in your head. Like, well, you know, you do know everything. You know, like Lance, oh, architect, I have all the answers, all that stuff. It's, that's not the way to approach it. Like, you're here to, as the architect and the contractor, because the contractor is the one not doing the physical work. You are here to help them do their job. Yeah. You're there, there to help. The HVAC, so back to the meeting with the HVAC subs today, the, the lead, their superintendent. Um, his, his name is Jack. He's an awesome guy. I, I, I shake his hand every time I you know, go up to him, big old meaty hand, you know. Jack, man. And uh, <clears throat> he's, a, he's asked me for the gate code several times. He keeps forgetting and all this other stuff. Anyway, we go up on the second floor of the East Building, and you'll see it when we get out there. We had to widen the soffit. It actually worked out really nicely. You'll see. You'll, you'll see. I'll, I'll show you, and sure. I'll reassure you it's not a bad thing. So he's all nervous. I could tell. And he goes, ah, well, I caught a problem and I, I, I don't think you're going to like it. I'm like, well, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and so we go up and look at it and he goes, he goes, yeah, well, you know, we can, we can have him do this, this and this. And I go, what if we just leave it and we just make a bigger soffit? And he's just like, I wish you could see my face, but he was just Wait, like, what he level? was second level. Okay. And he was just like struck. He was like, well, are you sure? I'm like, yeah, look, it'll even line up nicely architecturally and everything like that. And, you know, and he goes, he goes, he goes, you're the architect too, right? I'm like, yeah, the architect is, and also the contractor. Yeah. He goes, man, whenever we deal with other ones, they're just, he's like, it's just horrible. It's just like, every, they're just, and he used a swear word, right? Starts with a C. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And said that. And he goes, he goes, you are the, you are one of the easiest people to work with. And Al, that's got to be a surprise to you, right? Because sometimes I'm very difficult to work with, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But like on this job, but what I told him is I go, I go, hey, I know I've been on, I've been on all three sides of this thing as the developer, as the architect, as the contractor, 
And I have a lot of empathy for every, for everybody in between, but especially the tradesmen. The tradesmen are out there every single day, and this is the big point: is they are they're literally risking their lives to build your buildings. I'm not joking. It is it is insanely dangerous work, right? Mm-hmm. If you, I mean, you're they're up on they're up on scaffoldings, they're up on the roof, they're working with heavy machinery. They they might not make it home to their wife. That's just the way it is. So have some empathy with these people and try to be flexible and see how you can troubleshoot on site. And come and not come down to their level, but get on their level, whatever that means, yep. as far as just being a person to them and not trying to be a construction god, because yep. that's bullshit. Yeah, exactly. And hey, the advice about learning a language. What's great about today's age is that if you have an iPad, there's apps. I mean, an iPhone or an Android. Oh. So you don't need to, It's not like you're going back to school. That's yeah. not what Lance is saying. You get an app. You learn some stuff. That's that's what all was the saying. one I was using again? Do you remember what it was called? Uh, I, I want to say something lingo, but Duolingo. 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 There you do go. what I do. What I did when if you go back to maybe the first 30, 40 episodes, what I was doing was I was doing uh, two things in the morning. First, I would wake up, and the very first thing I would do is I would do a half hour of Duolingo, and I would do Spanish. And then the second thing I would do is I would read. I read through the whole IBC. Which is super super helpful. Which I love Al, it. Al started to do that. Yep. It sounds boring, but like, no, just love it. Learn, just learn it. to love it. Learn to love it. Exactly. I'm only doing it every Monday because I'm doing other stuff. But like, I think it's awesome. It is awesome. But I'm telling you that Duolingo, it's so helpful. It, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm like, it's. I don't have really good Spanish at all. If, but it's enough to connect with them and make jokes. And that, you can tell, that just kind of breaks down this whole barrier, especially as how po- politicized things are right now. These are these are genuinely beautiful human beings. That If you can connect with them, man, then they're happy to risk their lives for you and, and get yeah. the job done. Yeah. Um, here's Okay. I, I love all this. I think this is great. How can we connect more with the building officials so that they're on our side? Oh man, I don't think there's an answer, but you know what I mean? Like there's all these, just these small moves. I'll Uh, tell you one. I'll give you one. I'll give you one is whatever they want. You do it honestly and try not to put up with a fight. And here's, here's one example so far that we've ran up on. So the example, the first example is, uh, the, when we were digging, we were trenching for the water lines into the building. This is the, you know, there's a very, there's a, there's the, the, the superintendent for the public water works here was on site because they have to they you know like if you screw up a water line yeah, yeah. big <laughs> problems big problems like that's a huge huge problem you're affecting hundreds of th- or hundreds of people's lives especially where our development is because there's big complex across the street um but he comes out there and he, he's looking at um uh, it was very muddy we we're going in and out of the site and our traction pad is wearing down and stuff and the guys were we had mud on the street right and that's a stormwater issue right because you don't want all this sedimentary stuff going into the stormwater clogging it up causing bigger problems and he goes you need to get some erosion control socks out here and you remember i sent jackson yeah. right away in the morning and by the time we got out there in the afternoon we i brought the ro- we brought the erosion socks and put them on site and he goes i like you i like you and he goes you just you're just on it yeah. he's like most contractors they just fight me that I think that's the key. Yeah. So I'm complaining about this building inspector, but it's not. I'm actually not complaining about this building inspector. Uh, him. You had to get it off your chest. What it is is, is I'm, exp- I'm I'm complaining about the nonsense bureaucracy. Uh, <laughs> like I just can't get. I'm like, so you approve these plans, but then this guy wants something else on the plans, but he's not part of the plans approval process. Okay, whatever. We'll get the letters done. I'm going to have a nice yeah. coconut smile on Friday, Monday, 
and we're going to get through sheeting. It's back. like we're not behind. Yeah. Again, I'm very happy. Like we're all, we seem to be ahead of the schedule. We're good. Yeah, a, a coke and a smile. Coke and a smile. Is that a saying? Coca Cola. Yeah, you've never heard that. Have a coke and a smile. Oh, I like it. I like it. <laughs> Even though I don't drink pop. Yeah. Um, but but what I was asking for is like, is that the only thing? And then that framing inspection is done. It's just the sheathing inspection. Yeah. Sheathing. So then, okay, we can, then we can then we can cover the whole outside of the building. Yeah. Okay. Cool. That's awesome. Um, if you want to meet this peach of a person that is Lance Psycho, <laughs> he is going to AIA. Uh, tell me what you're doing there. Tell me what you have, Mark. Mark's one of the, we'll call him a producer here. Um, he puts some stuff together. He's going to be out there helping you run the show out at AIA. Uh, what do you, what, what's your plan? So, um, so here's a, so what we're doing is we're flying in on uh, Thursday. Uh, it'll be me and my wife, who's my assistant now for the podcast and Mark, uh, who's my other assistant for the podcast. And so, uh, what we are is we're going as press and we would love if you would if you want to be interviewed for ten to fifteen minutes and be on the Inside the Verb podcast, you just email lmc at f nine productions dot com. Lmc at f nine productions dot com. I will interview seriously. Yeah. If you if you want to do it, let's talk. Let's talk for ten to fifteen minutes. So what we do is we have on the half hour, starting on uh, I think starting on Friday morning. I know yeah yeah Friday morning. No no sorry we fly in Wednesday. So starting on Thursday morning. Going into Friday and Saturday, starting at uh, 10 a.m. each day because I'm sleeping in. Look at you. I'm doing that. Okay. What, what time does it start? So it starts, it starts at 8 on the expo floor is where we'll be. Okay. And if you're looking for us, we will be booth. Uh, one second here. Let me see if I can pull it up again. We are booth 5735. We'll be in the ArtCat booth. It'll be me, Mark uh, LePage from the Entree Architect podcast, uh, Evan Troxel from uh, ArcaSpeak. Yep. And we're going to be, uh, so on one special thing we're going to do is we are going to, let's see here, where's Mark's email? Uh, we're going to do from 12 to 3 on Friday. Um, anybody can come join us and we'll do 15 minute segments to talk about anything they're promoting or wanting to share. It's just going to be like a round table. Um, so get in touch with me, lmc at fnineproductions.com if you're interested in on the Friday, which is if the AIA conference uh, was at June, let me get the calendar up. That'll be June seventh. If you want to, if you want to talk with us, email me. If you want to talk with me outside of that and just be an exclusive on the uh, Inside the Firm podcast, I would love to. I love to talk with you. So LMC at F Nine Productions dot com. Send me a headshot. Send me your bio. And that's all I need. And then I'm going to just research you and your firm a little bit or whatever you do. And then uh, we'll, we'll chit-chat. Yep. Yeah. So that's what we're doing. It's going to be fun. And then my wife has all these fun activities scheduled at night. You know, it's Vegas. Nice. That sounds great. Oh, N- Nick Renard is going to be joining. He'll be walking around. He's giving out high not fives. Only- <laughs> I heard he's going to wear a white suit. <laughs> not only is he going to be walking around in a white suit giving high five constantly, yep. towering over everybody with his height. Yep. Uh, he's gonna. He and I are gonna be uh, doing a doing a special little podcast, uh, little besties podcast without Al. Yo, yeah. nice. Yeah. Nice. It's gonna be called hashtag Shut Up Al. I love it. I love <laughs> it. I, I was driving around from job site to job site doing stuff, and like I've got <laughs> so many texts and stuff, and <laughs> it was just crazy. Every, every, <laughs> you, you, Nick, and and Maddie P harassing me. I love yeah. it. Good stuff. Good stuff. Um, and then yeah, so that's great. People should look forward to that. Tell me about what is this? Al's got a note here. Tell me about repeating ourselves. What do you mean? Where? Oh, how much 
Should you repeat yourself? I don't know. That's a good question. If it's my kids, once. That's it. I'm only going to repeat myself one time, children. Yeah, that's nice. So (laughs) I was at a a project meeting yesterday. This was what I was running around with. And last week we had a meeting. We uh, The engineers, there's multiple different types, but these engineers, we talked about, hey, we want you to, uh, we, we talked about the interiors, right? And then all of a sudden, they come to this meeting and we go, okay, you know, we were done talking about what we were talking about. We said, what do you, what do you got for us? Because we scheduled for them to come talk about the interiors and they start talking about the exteriors and they start talking about like the lobby. And then finally I'm like, I I think, I I don't know if I miscommunicated this, but like, we want to talk about the units, like what you have designed for the units. And they had the the units designed like, like a quarter design, like, like a barely schematic. And what I, what I wanted to talk to you about, or maybe just flush out is like, I, I hear a lot of people say for leaders, you got to repeat yourself so much so that like they, they almost say yeah, that you're repeating yourself too much. I almost think it's babying. Like for me to say at the end of the meeting, you know, because we did kind of sum up, Hey, we want, we just talked a half hours about interiors next meeting. You're going to come and we're going to discuss that. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Say it again. Say I know. It again. I know. Say it again. It's just herding cats all day. It's just herding cats all day. It's like our. It's like our plumbers. You know. I feel like the one of the. I love them. I love our plumbers. Seriously, like the guy uh, who's who's doing all the underground stuff. He's great. He's just. I I sit there and bullshit with the guy for a while, and he, he's a good guy. Uh, but uh, man, he tries. He, the way he tries to reassure me about how we're we're moving ahead is he tells me what he's gonna do, you know. And I'm like, yeah, I, I know you're gonna do that. I just kind of want you to do it. <laughs> <laughs> just stay on task. Yeah, stay on task. Yeah. So how much do you? So I don't know. Is that was that well, like was it a rhetorical question or was it real? I I just was fishing out a story, and and my conclusion is that the next meeting when we start the meeting. Just to restate, okay, we're here to talk about the interiors. Blank engineer, uh, what do you, you know, let us know what you got. And just like, because they did, we did pivot to that, but, but, so you could say, hey, set up the meeting better. I think I, at the beginning of the meeting, I just have to recap what we're supposed to be talking about, which seems logical, but, but they were the only there. I mean, like, to me, it was obvious, like, we're only here for one reason. You know what? You know what corporate firms do, and and this goes. It's not only corporate firms, but like uh, political action committees or any any kind of like board, any kind of formal board. Yeah, they have an agenda. Maybe send out an agenda ahead of time. Literally, give them three days notice or a week's notice and say, "Hey guys, here's a preliminary agenda that I have set up." Um, and then you, what you do is you also put you the way you can control a meeting is you say, "We only have an hour." Yep. Agenda item A, five minutes. Agenda item B, 15 minutes. Agenda item C, 16. I mean, I get that that's a little anal, yep. but it's a, what about that? And then you say like, hey, look, I'm going to send it out on Monday. You have till Wednesday to make your comments and Friday we have the meeting done. Yep. I, I like it. I like it. Um, Especially with I, you doing, you're doing the biggest projects in the firm. Yeah. yeah. So I just want to balance that with like, I don't know, humanity. <laughs> <laughs> totally so, fair. Totally mm-hmm. fair. Yeah. Well, what do we got next? Oh, man. We hear from a guy in a white suit. That's what I hear we're talking about next. Well, no, 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 no. No? Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Let's listen to our bestie. All right. Here we go. Nick with Nick Reads reading from a white suit. Hello, best friends. 
I hope you all had a great week this week. A short reading. The beauty is that architecture not only allows you to dream stuff up, it allows you to alter the facts. You can turn pure fiction into hard facts. Bjarke Ingels, Hot to Cold. Lance, Three Weeks. Hashtag, Shut Up Al. Did you see our AIA national takeover yesterday? If not, I'm reposting to my Instagram and Facebook story today. The site visits in the morning had a man in black dancing somewhere in the scene. But what song put that pep in his step? Alexa, play You Make Me Feel Like Dancing by Leo Sayer. Toodles! So, did he... Sorry, something came in. Bjarke Ingels said that you can make like ideas into facts into mm-hmm. into stone that's mm-hmm. that's i love that quote because we need, I, nick i want more more big uh i want more small reads from big there we go I, i'm demanding it i'm demanding Done. it yeah i love it yeah super cool uh, uh for anybody who doesn't know nick renard took over aia's instagram yesterday it would have sort of been uh would have been may 16th when he took it over yep you should go check him out give him a follow Awesome, just stuff. So with that, let's go with our Inside the Firm best friends which and play Airy Jeopardy. All right. Al Gore's ready. All right. According to Chapter 11, Accessibility in the IBC 2015, areas less than blank square feet and less than blank, two-parter, inches above or below grade can be exempt from accessible requirements if the change is essential to the function of the space, right? So A, 100 square feet and 7 inches. B, 300 square feet and 7 inches. C, 500 square feet and 4 inches. D, 250 square feet and 4 inches. Nice. Do-do-do. Show them D... C, B, B, A. It is B. It is 300 square feet and 7 inches. So um, uh, just think about that. Sometimes like grades are different and you have height issues and there's a little part that needs to be up. Um, I think maybe that came into one of your projects a while ago. Uh, second question. What is the biggest risk in delaying the project's critical design path? Right? A, document uh, producing time, B, client decision-making, C, city response time, D, contractor pricing estimates. Oh, I have my biased answer. All right. But everybody knows what that is. All right. What is the biggest risk in delaying the project's uh, design critical path? A, des- uh, document production time, B, client decision-making, C, city response time, D, contractor pricing estimate. Don't like it. Don't let your prejudices fool you. <laughs> okay, B, B, C, B, B. It is B. Client decision making. Because huh. the city, you should be a. They will tell you how long it's going to take. Then you should plan for one or two weeks longer than that. Yep. But clients, you cannot. 
I, Cats. You can't. Yep. So did everyone get that besides? And then who got the other, the last one? Okay. Do, 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 do. What, do we got? Got it. what do we got for a score? We got a two-way tie. Two-way right tie. Now. Two-way tie. Okay. Two-way tie. With both yes. Both went yep. like, yep. Other people can come back, though. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> number three, what term best describes... Ugh. Number three, what term best describes a bolted joint, which has two shearing planes through the bolts? A, bolted joint. B, double shear. C, shear joint. D, double bolted shear joint. Need the what do you need any any of those again? Just the answers. A bolted joint. B double shear. C shear joint. D double bolted shear joint. Tricky, tricky, tricky. Right here's a tricky, little bit tricky, tricky. We have so B. Is that a B? Okay, we have a C, B. We have a C. B, we have a B. C C. The correct answer is B. So wow, we, we have a comeback. We well, he's in the lead. We got a leader. We got one leader now. We only have one person that can come back if, if he gets it wrong. Who? Look at that. Yeah, he got it right. Two can come back. All right, yeah. don't call it a comeback. He's always been here. Number four. What is used to measure the stiffness or resistance to deflection in a beam? A. Rotation of moment. B. Moment of inertia. C. Reaction stiffness. D. Stiffness measurement. Tell me if you need those repeated. The whole thing? Okay, just the answers. A. Rotation of moment. B. Moment of inertia. C. Reaction stiffness. D. Stiffness measurement. We have structures is the best. D, C, C, B, and A. The correct answer is B. Wow. Nice. Jason wins. Winner. And B is moment of inertia. I thought I just came back. I thought he just came back. Oh, you just came back. Did he tie then? Do, we have, a, do, we, have a, do we have a tie? We have a two-way tie. Two-way tie. Two-way tie. All okay. right. We'll be back with a tiebreaker. Okay, friendly reminder, the, the tiebreaker is going to come down to um, whoever writes down the answer the fastest, holds up the correct one the fastest, and this is a one-word answer, okay? So here we go. The speed with which seismic waves move in a given direction in inches or centimeters per second is known as... The speed with which... Uh, the first answer is frequency, which is incorrect... The second answer is sine wave, which is incorrect. The third answer is amplitude, which is also incorrect. All right, we'll move on to the next one. Uh, okay, so this is a two-word answer. A structural system consisting of spaced members solidly sheathed on one or both sides in which the sheathing forms the flanges and resist flexure, while the spaced members comprise the webs and resist shear. I'll repeat it. A structural <laughs> system consisting of spaced members solidly sheathed on one or both sides, in which the sheathing forms the flanges and resists the flexure, while the spaced members comprise the webs and resist shear. No one is going to get this. Uh, the first answer, stud framing. Close. Sort of, I guess. Not really. I don't know. Second answer... Uh, space frame? Nope. Fourth answer, shear wall, incorrect. And nope. everybody else has given up. The correct answer was 
Uh, stressed skin. Never heard of that. Yeah, I am an architect. Exactly. Uh, you are you are an architect. Al, Al the architect, absolutely. Um, that's not a good one. What do we got next? I'll be right back. All right, this one, you guys should get it. If you don't, I don't know. Uh, a jointed structure designed to support vertical or horizontal loads and composed generally of straight members forming a number of triangles. They're writing... Uh, first answer is truss. It is correct. Bam! Awesome. Is that the winner? That's the winner right Fantastic. there. He gets it. So, Al, what do you got for us? All I have is if you want to learn Revit, go to RevitRocketShip.com. Check that out. It's guaranteed. Um, it's by Lance and myself. I think mainly me. I can't remember if you mainly were Mainly Al any. Gore's beautiful golden voice. Yep. So you will love it. Learn Revit there. RevitRocketShip.com. You know what? Since we started with such a negative rant, I'm going to end with a positive one. Uh, so I have a little uh, poem to read to everybody, okay? Drink it and stop complaining. Muscle is created by repeatedly lifting things that have been designed to weigh us down. So when your shoulders feel heavy, stand up straight and lift your chin. Call it exercise. When the world crumbles around you, you have to look at all the wreckage and then build a new one out of the pieces that are still there. Remember, you are still here. The human heart beats approximately 4,000 times per hour. Each pulse, each throb, each palpitation is a trophy engraved with the words... You are still alive. You are still alive. Act like it. By Rudy Francisco. Talk to you next week.